0: Sessionable. All right, welcome to Sessionable. Hey, it's been a while since I've been here. Yeah, nice of you to join us, Adrian. This is kind of our last episode before our Sydney Craft Beer Week event. What Week. Sydney Craft Beer Week event, Adrian? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, on the is it 18th? Yes. Oh, Preparation. 18th of Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 18th of Sundays. Sunday 18th the 18th Sundays from now. No, Sunday the 18th of October. First Sunday of Cinecraft Beer Week. Get in fresh while your hangover hasn't quite kicked in yet. We can be the ones that can start your hangover, which will then roll on can for the rest of the start rest. your hangover it hasn't with hasn't us. hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> the Friday launch night, and then the massive day of drinking on Saturday. What do you mean, no hangover? It's normally like day three that you start to get the lag, right? <laughs> but I thought the Sunday was the official start of Cinecraft Beer As a Saturday. It's Saturday. a start, Saturdays, right? Saturdays, yeah. But there is a pre-party on the, on the Friday. This is the, but it doesn't really count. This is the best plug ever, by the way. Yeah. But ours is gonna ah, be the party to go to <laughs> on that weekend. It's gonna be at Camray Craft from three thirty on the Sunday. Yep. So you can get munted and not worry, not because it's venue, but just because like you won't be around the rest of the craft beer people walking down the street seeing seeing you wasted. And you can get the ridey bus back with everyone else into the city. Yes you can. So it'd be like a troop. That bus driver is going to be so pissed off He better get that sawdust ready <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, it's going to be the same format as last year We're going to have a couple of guests And some beers, some prizes A bit of finger food as well And um, we can announce that our first guest Will be Doc from Doctor's Orders Yes Friend of the show Yeah, what's the episode? This will be his third time on the show, third, I think Yeah, yeah. I think this is third. Yeah. He's in the running, I think He's yeah. got to be winning now and uh, we're anticipating some pretty nice special beers. Yeah, so we've been talking to Doc about what beers are going to be available f- around that time. So it's going to be pretty good, actually. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for who the second brew is going to be. We'll we'll tweet it. We probably won't get an episode out before then. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good times. I might even uh, bring some beers to give away from Belgium. Oh, you would have Ooh. just come back by then, eh? Yeah, so I, I, yeah. I get back from holiday like a few days, like three days before Craft Beer All Week right. starts, so it's going nice. to be pretty hectic. Yeah. But you know what? All like, right, I'll make a mission to find something in Hong Kong to bring back as well. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And then, like, you know, we'll have like a booby prize as well. Cool. Like aged Victoria Pale Ale or whatever. Oh, like oh <laughs> Beers from three continents. Han Super what? Dry Rattler. Yeah. What more could you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, I guess before we start the episode proper, let's talk about this beer that we're uh, we're drinking right now. Um, The beer we're drinking at the moment is um, the Cuvée Durank from Mm Durank. They're not a brewery, are they? Because they're a blender. So luckily, I had to do this beer for a beer tasting for a staff training thing. So I actually actually know something about this beer for once. Um, So it's a blend of two... Two sours, two different sours. Yep. Um, it's the exact same base as what the the creek is, so the creek is actually just exact same beer blend plus the cherries. Yep. Um, so it's a half a Flemish red. Yep. And then half a, a lambic from the Cwm Valley. Okay. So is it? Um, th- do they specify which which lambic and which Flemish red they've used? This- they did. I cannot remember it. It's not like the famous one or anything. It's not like, the, um, it's not like Rodenbach and Cantillon. It's not something. Rodenbach and I no. Yeah. But it, uh, the I did know the name of the lambic uh, the actual local lambic aspect of it, yeah, but it's like you know there's like those big brewers that have like the three or four different labels it wasn't like palm or something like that, yeah, But yeah. I hadn't recognized the name before was it like Mosubi or something like that no, it wasn't because that's they're under a different name, yeah, that's like one of the sub sublales. I'll look it up while're we're, while we're talking, but um, yeah, definitely, this is probably one of my favorite go to sours, yep, that's sort of more readily available yep um i I mean, like you always got to put canty on at the top of your list, but that's more just because of the rarity aspect of it as yep. well. And that makes a big difference. Yeah. But um, as far as a, a, a sour that you can get year round pretty much year round this is fucking right up my alley. Yeah, oh, the creek is like fucking awesome. Like, I I love having the creek. Yeah, this is a great blend. You know, the uh, you know, just the right sort of balance between the tartness of the uh, uh, lambic as well as the. Well, I think it's r- got that that it. that. Um, it's a 70-30 blend, but I think that that fl- that red ale yep. in there adds a bit more like malt sweetness so it's not as yep. um, astringent in that soundness Absolutely. it's definitely got a, a really good balance and even in the colour it's quite dark for yeah, it is, for what right. you'd expect it to be you'd expect it to be quite quite golden yeah I, I think it works really well what does this retail at Liam? Um, 20 to $25 that's not so bad I mean, it's 750ml bottles 50, so, yeah 750ml so, um, bottles it's yeah. awesome value for, there the you go, for listeners, what it is get out there and uh, yeah which is another reason why it's something that I have quite a few of this is one of those beers where if they have like I went to Camperdown Cellars and they had a few not uh, I think before Christmas when I was still working there and I actually bought like a mixed six pack between this and the creek and I always try and have a few bottles just lying down yeah yeah um those things where like even if I don't I've already got a couple at home I'll always pick up that extra one and just keep it keep it rotating because I I really like this beer so I just got a note from our producer and it uh he says that the the old red ale Yep. Is produced by themselves and they blend it with So they are a brewer. They blend it with a lambic from Girardin. Girardin, exactly right. Yeah. Oh and the um the red ale actually uses a run yeast. Okay. So it's not a run beer but it uses the same yeast. Yeah, wow. And it's a seventy thirty blend.
1: Yep. Yeah. Cool.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm planning on visiting a few sour places when I'm when I'm in Belgium. My stomach isn't happy about it, but have yeah. you got a have you got a yeah. itinerary? I mean, I assume the, the the time's gonna go pretty quick while you are out there. So, if you forecast where you are gonna go and who you are gonna visit and what you are gonna drink, uh, so I am meeting up with Tom in Brussels, nice. and it's gonna be the yeah, here's Tom? <laughs> for, oh, just some guy we friend, used to friend, know, right? friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the S- show, super Tom. fan. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're gonna meet up in Brussels for the Zwanzee weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, we don't have tickets. So is a t- I was going to ask, is it a ticket event? So, apparently, the tickets go on sale the Saturday before, but we're not going to be there until, like, you know, the day before. So, hopefully, we can get tickets to actually try the Zwanzee beer. Otherwise, <laughs> we're hoping that um, the bottles are available for in house drinking at, at the brewery itself. I think you should be able to get your yeah. hands or something. It usually is. Yeah. But yeah, like the the event at uh Motor Lambic for Zwanzee is actually really cool. Like they have some older, Is that an official venue? Stuff. Or is that the yeah, official it's, venue it's the, in it's the Brussels venue. Yeah. Yeah. So they have like, you know, the Farrow on cask and like oh, some, yeah. some older vintage other stuff. Um some older vintage Zwanzees. So My, I mean I haven't been to the country or even or Lambic or anything, but yeah. oh, oh, it's, it's great site. They yeah. seem to have quite a lot of that stuff available most of the time anyway Yeah So I would imagine There's going to be a fuckload of on around Yeah so It's going to be a pretty Pretty um, Acidic weekend so You know like It wasn't till, uh This last good beer week Where I was actually in a situation Where I could drink Multiple <laughs> Multiple sours Over the course of many days And It does take a toll on you I must say Oh absolutely Yeah Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to like Bring heaps of like Imodium Just to try yeah. kind of calm My <laughs> stomach down Otherwise It's just going to be messy <laughs> I, I remember would have thought it would be more uh, indigestion rather than uh, No, yeah, no, exactly, worry. exactly right. You just yeah, just not not saying that it yeah. Imodium's not for indigestion, is it? Oh is it the, is it the other way <laughs> no, around? No, you need <laughs> the gas gastro yeah. stop. Gas, was, was, gas, was, was, gas was it. Yeah. Does uh does it have another I mean. effect on you, Adrian? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I haven't had that problem myself, but I have heard of that happening to people. Yeah. Well But I I remember like, yeah, with the amount of sales that was going on during uh, Good Beer Week, I remember um after the Abbey Calabi at the, what's the pub down the road from Mount Goat, I always forget the name of it. Royston. The Roy, Was it the Royston where they had the after yep. party? Yeah. And um, sitting back quite late at night with a pint of uh, Watermelon Warhead and it was just tasting like razor blades going down At <laughs> <No. about laughs> that stage. <laughs> <laughs> so much sour beers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it does a job in your throat as well, like drinking that much sour. So... For me, uh, this year's be a week forever be known as barbecued meats and sour beers but yeah. oh, that was pretty epic like how yeah. much barbecued meats we had yeah see proof if proof was needed that too much of a good thing does you no good ah, right you can never have too much barbecued meats yeah <laughs> have some tonight actually <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah um, so where else Adrian where else are you taking in on your whistle stop tour of Europe so we got that and then we got a few days of like just we'll, we'll figure it out when we're there and then we're gonna be going to the Molin Beer Festival oh. in um at the Molin Brewery. It's a bucket lister for me that one. So that's hopefully bullshit. that's awesome. Fucking better be. <laughs> yeah. uh, so oh, you know it's gonna be like. But yeah, like I like if, even if it wasn't happening, I would have gone to Molin anyway. I think. Yeah. but yeah, it's just even more reason to go now. What do they do especially for their festival? I'm not aware of. So they invite a whole bunch of brewers who bring their beers, and they also get each brewer to do uh festival beer for two style so like they pick a style sounds i think like a pretty it's like, i think the boland's like right out in rural holland somewhere right it's like yeah it's loads like of windmills uh, but, everything yeah. everywhere and stuff and yeah but like you know Mo- the transport system's so good there that it's only about an hour away from amsterdam and you yep. know it's about 15 minutes away from the closest um big city so yeah, yeah. nice should be pretty easy to get to that sounds like a an awesome trip man yeah and apparently like you just you can just rock up you don't even have to pre-buy tickets nah and you, you just wow like, really yeah. you just is you know not a bit of a shit fight If it, oh that... it might be but you know you're gonna be half cut by like <laughs> two hours <in laughs> anyway who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, dropping sea bombs left right and center okay yeah. so that's <laughs> Belgium and Holland Belgium and Holland and where then go? um, I've got two weeks to myself where I've got no solid plan so I'm going to plan to or I'm going to hope to get to uh, Central Europe so you know anywhere in particular Czech Republic on the Um, check. maybe Poland maybe like you know Slovenia Prague Prague's a fucking sick city man yeah you were telling me Um, actually talk to Tom because Tom just was in Prague not too long ago Um, yeah really 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 cool place cheap as hell actually um, Bron was telling me about this spa that you guys went to Slykasi yeah that's that's probably it yeah Yeah, it's like three levels and each level's got like a different uh tap system, so it's completely different beers yeah, on wow. each level. I've heard, the, uh, I've heard the I've heard the brewery is really good if you can get down there. Um, okay. A great place yeah, to kind visit. Pilsen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah catch yeah. a train to Pilsen. Like I wouldn't spend too long in Pilsen. Yeah. It's a pretty industrial place, but yeah. Um, I described it because Tom was asking if it's worth going, and I said it's like the Willy Wonka or Disneyland yeah, right. of breweries. <laughs> and he said that my description was quite apt. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, there's just these vaults of like barrels and stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? it's just and crazy. Like, it's sort of like because like the is pretty much what started that, or it was like the main industry of that city. So like, yeah so much of the city is just dedicated to that brewery so like the brewery actually runs underground for a lot of the city as well yeah so i think back the day they used to deliver by by tunnels up into the up into a lot of the bars and stuff like that um and they still like deliver by horse and cart yeah in the in the city of Pilsen, wow. just because they can yeah yeah so um you're going overseas as well William? yeah i'm doing a quick couple of weeks in hong kong Yeah. Nice. um just for shits and giggles um it's not really a beer trip, but of course I'm gonna make it as much of a beer trip as possible. Yeah, of <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I was doing a bit of research. There's one brewery which everyone seems to talk quite highly of called Young Masters, um, which have a few things around town. I do casts as well. Um okay. But yeah, majority of the whole beer scene over there seems to be very old world, so very like English and and like Belgium inspired like bars, yeah, but yep. there is quite a few new age ones as well um there's one place that's like 30 taps in american barbecue so i'm gonna hate that wow. um yeah. yeah it's gonna be terrible yeah, yeah yeah so there's a few places around and there's a few not too far from where i'm staying so um but yeah apparently the like imports is pretty big over there so i got a lot of like american beers and stuff I like yeah they get like stone and yeah Dallas Point and all that yeah so so um do they get much like draft product or is it a... no both yeah 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 they do okay yeah pretty sure I was looking up a place the other day that had, um, I think it had dogfish head on tap. Nice. Yeah. So, right. we'll see how it tastes, but yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely like, you know, getting a Nugna or a Mikula on tap is not mm. out of the ordinary, so. Next time I'm transiting back to the UK, I might have to have a couple of nights. Over yeah, well, in, you know uh, how it goes, but yeah, I'll definitely try and bring some stuff back if I can find anything that's, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah I'm actually, right. um, I'm, I'm transiting through Korea, so I'm doing yeah. a night in Seoul. In Seoul or, in, and, in, um, or in, in Seoul. In Actually, in so Seoul. So, i fly into Incheon, but I can get the train into Seoul pretty yeah. easily. And Mikula Seoul just opened up. so Oh, rad. Yeah, cool. Gonna be hitting that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's gonna be like, even my my layover is gonna be beer-related. <laughs> yeah, when I went to Prague, I actually um, stopped over in Incheon, but like we had like a night... We landed like quite late at night and had to get a flight like 10 in the morning, so we didn't have enough time to, yeah. to make it into Seoul. But, um, yeah. Um, so, I've... I've Fly through Seoul. I uh I fly into Paris, so I'm gonna check out their, their cool. beer scene. There's gotta be something apparently, cool going on yeah, in Paris, right? There's a few, a couple of good bars and there's really good bowl shop, so that's kinda of my main itinerary. Yeah, right. I've been in Paris before, so I'm not gonna do the touristy stuff. Yeah, we've done it once. I've yeah. heard like, there's a good beer scene out in the rural part of France actually. obviously you're not gonna be able to take that in this no, time. Unfortunately but I've heard not. It south of France and, you know, out in the out in the sticks you get some real good farmhouse type stuff Yeah, cool. Oh, cool. Hopefully you'll be able to get a fair bit of that in the city as well. Are you going as far as the UK or, or not? No. no. N- not this time, unfortunately. It's one of those things if you're gonna do it, you've gotta do it properly, I guess. Yeah. Like you could do a whole holiday just in the UK. Of course. Cool, so yeah. I mean you would know. But <laughs> yeah You can do thirty years in the UK, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually like this is the first time I've gone to Europe and I've not gone to the UK because I'm because I'm flying into Paris instead of London this time. Yeah, night. I've always just sort of started in UK yeah that's what I usually do normally but, yeah it just works out cheaper this way so yeah not gonna happen um shall we crack into some of our like listed yeah, should, should we actually go into the episode stop talking shit <laughs> I, well, we haven't caught up for a little while so yeah. it's like it's like it's just, it's just hanging out um so I mean let's crack into what everyone in the hospitality industry in Sydney is talking about at the moment are you guys on, like... Uh, are you on, like, Sydney bars Bartender Exchange on Facebook? It's like a host phone no, group. No, I should be, though. Yeah, you should. It's pretty yeah. cool. But, yeah, the uproar the on this next topic was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Or oh, the backlash for it. So, what we're talking about, you've probably seen it in the news or on the paper, um, was the village inn in Paddington yep. and uh, their banning of high-vis mm. and mm. that fucking Muppet from the Daily Telegraph or whatever it is, that reporter that walked in there wearing high-vis with the camera crew just to get a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, did yeah, did work. you guys hear about this? It worked. He got a reaction. I oh, fucking got. He got a <laughs> great reaction. Sold some papers. That did. Yeah. Um. I forget the name of the licensee of um, the village in, but he definitely fucking fell for the trap with that yeah. one. Yeah. Got trolled. <laughs> he yeah. He bit. He bit yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, have a look. It's on the net. But I'm um. Yeah. He actually like followed them outside the venue and up the street and was having a go at them. So. Didn't exactly portray it in the, in the best light, but um, the general rule of banning of high vis is it something that you guys agree with? Uh, I not mean, really. No. Bear in mind, you're in you're in Paddington. They've obviously turned bought a pub that was a bit of a fucking more of a workers pub. Yeah, and yeah. Tried to class yeah. it Into, up like, a, a bit. Fancy place. Yeah, so the, the, the the owner actually described it as a you know a trades place, right? So a place where you know tradies would congregate. Yes, before. it was an Irish bar, I think previously. yeah it was an Irish bar, and if you know that area quite well, there's yeah. a lot of uh, like Irish backpack and stuff like that, and a lot of them do work in the building building in the in the building trade so there's a lot of tradies in that area and this is something we see quite regularly right where where pubs or hotels want to reinvent themselves, you know they may be seen well, yeah, as they a get bit bored of a dive out. Yeah. beforehand, yeah, and they actually make a conscious effort to really rid themselves of the clientele that were there beforehand, yeah, so this sounds a little bit similar to to what you know, a lot of pubs would do in that, in, in that instance, you know, you, you kind of got a bit of a, a reputation as a certain type of place and you want to completely. Well, the Welcome Hotel is a very good example of that. Yep. When Liam took over the Welcome, it was a dirty Irish pub. Yep. And they said like, you know, $4, $5 pints of Guinness on Wednesdays and shit like that. And there was a big backlash from the local community because it's very much a local's pub that he was changing it and it wasn't something different, but he's obviously had a very good theme in mind with the style of food and the craft beers and it's definitely taken it to a different direction. Probably a lot of those people who are complaining about us go in there and have a drink now because it's a great pub and it's still got a great atmosphere, but it definitely was something that was, uh, you know, a warranted wanting to change the... The theme, of the, the style of the pub, the atmosphere, and part of that's changing the people that come in. But the difference is a lot of places will do it a bit more subtly, right? So yes, I agree. So they'll do I it agree. by just pumping the prices up, by getting rid of the, well, you if know, you put the, crop, the lager lap Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so you, you get rid of the, you know, the, the sort of stuff that attracts that crowd. Yeah. And you replace it with no other option other than the you know top of the range stuff. I definitely agree it could At have been an inflated, inflated price. Yeah, he could have done it's, a lot it more tactfully. It sounds like he, he's done that because I mean the article mentions, you know, $9 craft beer schooners and you That's know That's a fucking bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it depends on what on what they're serving, I suppose. I don't know yeah. I don't know what the the range is like over there. I'm taking but a seven say hop on top. They but... they're making a conscious decision to become a gastro pub to appeal to that kind yes, of, you of know, wealthy market. Yeah. They just went the extra step and and, and banned Hive is part of I'm kind of on the fence on this right I can kind of understand the reasons behind why they wanted to do it yeah um they you know they want to give a certain portray a certain image of the place but is it discriminatory to do that? Yeah, absolutely. It's discriminatory to to ban high high vis. I, I would. say. Well, I mean, high vis is something you can take off as well. Uh, it depends, right? You can take off a you can take off a high vis vest, right? Yes. But you can't take off necessary high vis trousers or oh, like the or reflective overalls trousers. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. no, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. I was just thinking just of the vest. Um, because like, we we had we had a quick chat about this before we started recording, and one of the things I said is like, if I was if I was wearing a high vis vest particularly, and I was on my break going out for lunch, I'd fucking take it off. Yeah. And the analogy I said is like, you know, when you're working behind bars or at restaurants, you wear, have your apron on. You don't fucking walk around the street with your apron on after you finish work. You do it sometimes when you're on the bus and you didn't realize. Yeah. And you walked halfway across the city before you realize you're still wearing your apron. And you get to your bed and you're like, oh, I'm still wearing <laughs> I'm my apron. look like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but it's like, you know, you take that off when you go. And like, I mean, I don't, I don't I've never worn, worked in a job where I've had to wear high vis except for doing like some events, stuff like that. But it's it's not something I'd be comfortable walking around with anyway. Yeah. But I didn't think the same thing you just mentioned about the like you know like people have the the jumpers and the pants are reflective. That I'm just remembering back to my uh, my bucks night and uh, my best man got us all these high vis like branded jackets (laughs) and we went on a pub crawl (laughs) around Sheffield or something like that. (laughs) 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 I just said Brad Stag across the the back of them and we all wore wore these high vis things all night and went from venue to venue and just got yeah royally ruined so yeah (laughs) so I'm someone who actually would wear by choice but not by by choice yeah was it pink? did you have like (laughs) a pink hard hat or something like that that? no there was no hard hats it was just the high-vis jackets yeah (laughs) see um we work hard we play hard (laughs) (laughs) see I'm not on the fence at all about this I I don't like uh, I don't like dress codes at all I don't like places that have a dress code Yeah, I generally tend not to want to drink in those places anyway. And I think the counterpoint to the argument of, oh, let's get rid of these people is the Weedy, where they still have people coming in wearing high-vis, you know, that have a whole range of different people coming into the bar. And it's still a great bar. They still serve long necks of Coopers behind the bar as well? It it can still work. You know, you don't have to be so aggressive about trying to get rid of your customers because they are customers. And like I was saying, when I used to work in the bottle shop, I've seen some people come in wearing some hectic hives and drop some serious cash and some good beers. So, yeah. like, yeah. 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 You know, and uh, I think the article pointed out as well, you're not just going to get, you know, people who are on a, a low wage wanting to buy... Lowest common denominator deno- nomina- beer. Either you're going to get managers and stuff who have to wear, high... dude. Like project managers, there's yeah. a lot of people who have to wear high vis. They get paid That's a fuckload of money. Architects, like, so it's a bit, you it know. a bit short sighted for them. Yeah, of course, I agree. And I just think it was, I just think it was unnecessary. I think they could have done it a bit more subtly. I think, yeah, to. I think that would have boils down to it. just I think by it was putting exactly right. the prices up and changing the type of stuff that was on sale. Yeah. would have had the desired effect, as we've seen all over the place in Sydney. So, but obviously they wanted to get some sort of attention for it. Like they yeah. wouldn't. Well, it's b- bought them onto the right my radar i never heard of the village in before oh, so. would you ever I, i'm not planning on going there but know, would you I yeah i have no plans i just yeah it just wouldn't have been in my consciousness no, had, had they not been in the news i totally so. agree but yeah you know as i was saying before about the city bar exchange in the industry there's been a big backlash of support with you know talking a lot of places like cocktail bars and stuff like that who you know use um bars that have a theme like frankie's has a theme it's themed and the staff wear a certain uniform and all that plays into the part of it they don't go as far as having a um, a dress code or anything like that. But, yeah. um, well, do you, where do you stand on, you know, people being shirtless in a bar? Is that, is that a step too far? Is that a dress code that you'd agree with, Adrian? Well, no, it depends. No if you if you work at the bar, then it's acceptable. Yeah. If you don't work at a bar, it's not acceptable. <laughs> I, have, I have no comment. Depends on gender, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's certain bars that, um, you know, certain bartenders, in fact, are well known around Sydney for the fact that they like to get their shirt off at every moment possible have you have you guys been to um, Rambling Rascal yeah, yeah, yeah. that was every, someone I was thinking, thinking every, about every, yeah. every time I've been there like the main bartender had yeah. his shirt off <laughs> it's like just I've been to I've been to Earl's when he's drinking at Earl's and he's got his <laughs> shirt off like <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just should. has a really bad allergy to like washing powder or something yeah, I don't know <laughs> completely understandable yeah. I think you should uh, introduce a no tuxedo rule into camera craft no Adrian. tuxedo rule <laughs> That's a, that's a dress code, right? No tuxedos. Or you could just, like, <laughs> never had a open a place in there. next to the it's a village in it's called, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Open a place next to it, which is like an all high viz craft All high viz <laughs> <laughs> all, all the time. Yes. And, like, you can have, like, hooks with high viz vests on, so if you don't have one, you can wear one when you get inside. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of UV lights as well, so yeah. like it glows up really bright. I like that yeah. theme. I like that theme. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that pretty much covers that one. But, um,. What's the deal with the new Cooper with Cooper's Pale? Yeah, so apparently, um, a while ago, going back to twenty thirteen, I think it is. Um, yeah. Cooper's applied to um, trademark original Pale Ale as a brand internationally or in Australia. I, th- I think they trademarked Cooper's Original Pale Ale. Okay, And then now they're trying to trademark just yeah. original pale ale. Original pale ale just, yeah, on its own. So, yeah. So in combination there's... with Cooper's, it was already a trademark. Yeah. and But for a while now, I think they've been trying to... As in no other brewery could make or release yeah. an original pale if ale. If somebody else it released a, an an original pale ale, that would be a trademark infringement on Cooper's. That's really weird because I would not call Cooper's pale ale an original pale ale by any stretch of the imagination. I think if you look internationally in standards, it's actually quite a unique pale ale. But... Um... Well, I don't know. How long has Cooper's been making their original Pale Ale for? A long time. Ages. Yeah? Yeah, a real long time. So, in that respect, it is the original Pale Ale, right? I mean, in Australia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in kind of two minds about this now because, yeah, nobody else really calls their beer original Pale Ale except for Bowman, ba- as you pointed out earlier. Yeah, Bowman apparently have, yeah, really but count, I, nobody really drinks Bowman anymore. But everyone calls it Cooper's Green. Nobody, nobody really calls it. Coopers' Pale uh, Ale. Original Pale Ale. It's a good I've point, never, actually. Like, I don't really think of it as original Pale Ale. That is a I good think point. of it as Coopers' Green. It's not Cooper as if Pearl. it's a, yeah. a common phrase no. that people would use when ordering the beer. I mean, who have you ever If you went up to a bar and said, can I yeah. get the original Pale Ale? Original go, original like, Which pale one? one? Like, yeah. yeah. You asked for a Coopers, right? Or like you say, a Coopers' Green. Yeah. So uh, for that reason, it is a bit strange. Um. Yeah. yeah. I, I, get, I, get, I see your point there. But... um. The big boys have waded in on this, so they they caught wind of the fact that Coopers were trying to uh, trademark coin the original pale ale. Yeah, uh, trying to trademark the the name and Cub, Lion, Asahi have all uh, waded in and, and and disputed this. So anyone who can afford a lawyer, basically, I mean, n- none of them have got an original pale ale. But um, assuming presumably they have... they're just trying to, you know, oh fucking lazy ass, original pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, who who has come in and, and tried to call their beer original pale ale? it's of course the trolls of the industry Thunder Road
1: have, uh, have now IP
0: trolls yeah so, uh, Pacific Pale Ale as, yeah, as, yeah <laughs> pe- original Pacific Pale Ale right? <laughs> so yeah uh, you'd, you'd expect it from them but um, I don't know I, I just think it's a bit unnecessary really I understand why they would want to trademark Cooper's original Pale Ale yes it's their name but as we say you know, it's not used in common parlance so, so original Pale Ale is on the label and it has been for quite some time yeah, yeah. right yeah, for ages Yeah I'd have to think about it though Had I not had a picture of the bottle in front of me I just right, brought up a picture I'd have to think of... about it and say Yeah, it does say original Yeah, I just brought there. up a picture now And that's what jogged my memory of it But like, yeah If you ask anyone to recite What's on the label of Cooper's Pale Ale I doubt many people would get the original part Yeah Yeah We'll see how that one plays out But um, this ones Do you really care if <laughs> yeah. they get it? Um, Does it change anything? It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. Um, I, I I can't see a, a list of breweries or breweries that I'm interested in queuing up wanting to use the phrase "original pale ale." Yeah, so. I mean it's not like they're trying to trademark pale ale or Rattler or Australian whatever. pale ale or whatever. Or like yeah, yeah. it's interesting because it kind of brings up the whole name versus style debate as well. Mm. And that, that whole thing was happening with with Stone and Wood as well, right? That Pacific yeah. Pale Ale could be a could be interpreted as a style as well as a name of a beer. I think it's original still... pale ale is that a, is that a style? Not really, no. is it? You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's a pale ale. You, why do you need the word original? It's kind of superfluous, right? It's like saying it's the first one. It's the the original, yeah. but yeah. And, and for that reason, I can kind of understand why they want to lay claim to the to the phrase because they were right. Is it really worth fighting were. over? Like, is it, well, is it really worth the competitors fighting against it? Is the question? I agree. Yeah, I so think it's that worth it. Habit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth it for the big boys. They can afford it, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing them win it. You know yeah at the same time if cooper's get the trademark whatever yeah i don't really i don't think mind. it's setting too dangerous of a precedent no um yeah i mean it's like look i think cooper's until stonewood was the was the australian payroll right yeah and i think you'd have to say the if what the classification of a australian ale now is is not cooper's I, well like you know, officially it is still Coopers, but I think, I think BJC, a lot of uh, yeah, a, I think is, a lot yes. of the beer people think of as Australian pale is, but is Pacific Ale now. Yeah, so yeah. or that style, not Little Creatures. You kind of glossing over Little Creatures there, did they? Well, Little Creatures is American style. It was always it was, an American. It was, yeah, pale it was always based on Sierra Nevada. It's Australian. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah, okay. Which is but yeah, it is a valid point. Like yeah. yeah, five years ago people said what's a pale ale? You'd be like oh, a Little Creatures pale ale. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's also been a revival in Coopers and Coopers Pale Ale. Yeah, it's got that the heritage last, value, right? Yeah, it always will do. It's always a big seller.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's the other thing is it's one of those beers that sells across the country. Yeah, where like a lot of the other beers, like Reshes or Melbourne Bitter, and all these beers are quite state to state. Yep. Coopers is one of those beers I mean like you go to Adelaide And it's fucking everywhere yeah, it is yeah. everywhere Absolutely uh, everywhere Like the weedy not, But not weedy just, is still so long as long. And it. not just the green right you, No you get the no. whole range down there Like when's you. the last time You've seen Cooper Stout On Tappan in Sydney Yeah right exactly yeah Yeah God that's a good beer And all these random lagers As well that they do the that you only ever, pills That you and... only ever see Down in Adelaide Yeah <laughs> I think we need to be more Cooper Stout on Tappan In Sydney Cooper's Stout's so good That's a fucking cracking beer Yeah Yeah it's I good. remember, because like, they got like the Cooper's Bar at the airport in Adelaide, and yeah, right. when I was flying out, one time I was there, it was like 40 degrees, it was so fucking hot, but damned if I wasn't having a Cooper's <laughs> Town before I left yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't 40 degrees in the airport. <laughs> I think you're okay. So yeah, we mentioned um, Stonewood briefly, and... Um they've been quite active lately. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple yeah. of things that's been happening with Stonewood. They uh, go through fits and spurts, don't they? You kind of don't hear a lot from them for a while and then all yeah. of a sudden they're suddenly oh wow, be Stonewood in the, again in the news again. Yeah. I think we're finally starting to see what they the potential they had since they've opened this, this brewery what, like yeah, a year right. and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I just have not been able to I think they're finally catching up to the demand with with the Pacific yeah, Ale. That, yeah, that kind um, of makes sense. But I mean, yeah, it was I mean it might have been, not been as evident, um to the general public but working in the industry at the time the last two Christmases have been nigh impossible to get any yeah. specific ale or yeah. well, you could get some if you knew the right people even then it was very difficult <laughs> yeah, <know>. like yeah <laughs> yeah. like I, like where I would have like wanted to buy pallets of it I could get cases yeah, sure. you know yeah. Yeah. and the amount of people the amount of people who yelled at me for not having it it's like do you think I fucking don't want to have it for a reason <laughs> like yeah yeah Fair enough, but yeah. So um, I think now they're finally catching up to that, so we can actually they can sort of flex it a little bit and do some really interesting things. Well, and we saw the we saw the first start the start of their experimental side earlier in the year when they brought out their beers of the earth. Yeah, series, the mixed, right? mixed pack. Yeah. yeah, and that we talked and about some of here. those were, yeah. were excellent. You know, I had beer. that IPA; it was fucking good. How good was that? Yeah. All right? that was a really yeah, good absolutely beer, brilliant. And I, yeah. I, I still hope that they're going to. Bring that out again, and they're going to go. Well, back yeah, to I remember we were talking about the was fact the that, um, that there's a series. couple of those beers that a lot of people will really want to see as sort of permanent. Yeah, right, permanent um, things. And I think I said at the time, like if you shout it loud enough, they're going to have to pay attention yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Um, well, let's say it again. American IPA, make yeah. it a permanent, <laughs> make it happen. I, I had it like maybe two months old, and it was still. A- Cracking beer, yeah. So I'm still really, seeing yeah. people checking in that that beers of the earth packs now that people have really? bought them, and yeah, and yeah. They're still getting some pretty pretty good um wow. good feedback. So yeah, so that was when we first sort of started seeing them experiment, and now they've they've announced again a another couple of changes to their lineup, or, or certainly a one. Change, well, I mean, the other one thing, change to their lineup, and a, another another sort of semi. They also brewed a collab with um Camden Town. I okay. think um Brad Rogers. Uh, flew over to yeah, did over there because there's a been, always been a really strong connection between there is two that of connection. those breweries. Yeah, yeah. So, um, exchange program, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I so um, Camden Town was sort of selling Sternerwood beers in the UK, yep. and uh, Sternerwood uh, were the first people to bring Camden Town into that's right. Yeah, it's now gone on to I think Hippocampus who do a lot of spirits who now sell okay. uh, Camden Town, but yeah. So there's always been a big uh, sort of partnership between them and the head brewer from Canada and Australia as well. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, yeah, so they did a collab with them and then now we're seeing these other two two new releases come out. I think all... Well, right once an old release, but they've kind of rebranded it. So it's been the lager? The Stonewood Lager, Pale Lager. And they've renamed original it... Pale or original Pale Lager? Original Pay Lager. Pacific Pale they've Lager? They've renamed it... Is it Green Coast? Yeah. Yes, Green, Green Coast. Coast. Um, they've changed from... Oddly enough, a green bottle to a brown bottle, which is great. Cause, but the know, label's green still green. Bottles suck. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's now called Green Coast. Maybe a, as a reference to the Byron Bay uh, weed scene. I don't know. No, I think the <laughs> official official announcement was uh, um, something to do with like northern rivers in the yeah. area or something right, like sure. that sure. Yeah. it's a bit more Officially, proper than what you're yeah. suggesting yeah. there Adrian yeah. well like, like, more, you know like the Cloud closer. Catcher was uh, the name of the yeah. the mountain base where the new brewery is so that's tying into the local scenery I think it's following yeah. that okay. that thing but it is a pretty green coast yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and what the, what the press release said was that you know it was the quiet achiever of their stable you know the lager has done really well and it's actually grown in sales by 80% in the last year yeah. Wow, which yeah. is really good news. I mean, I know a lot of people really sing the lager's praises. I think I've only had it once, and it was a while ago. So I'm it was the really only water. lager to like... get into the hottest one hundred. That's right. It was. Yeah. yeah. The, the, so yeah. I um one hundred. Yeah. I don't really like lager, like just pale lager style. But I've had it, and it's it's like very much two style, like very you know bang yeah. on German style lager. So, well, I mean, yeah, pale if lager like that, is the that's, Australian that's, lager, right? right? Like VB. Two so is new there, technically pale lagers. Uh, Australian what, pale lagers, yeah. Australian pale lagers. Um, Hendo did his spoiler alert, was the whole thing about craftifying what the pale lager is. Yeah. Um, it's definitely going on that, that theme, I guess. Um, for but, me, when you put Green Coast, I don't know if it's the coasting, but I sort of get the impression that they've upped the hop schedule just by looking at it. Even though they I, I probably haven't at all, but know. well, the main thing is that they've they it's now unfiltered, right? So they have put it in a brown bottle cool. and it's now unfiltered. So you know they really are awesome. You know I think it's a great move, right? You know yeah. they've they've they built up a a bit of brand loyalty. They've said themselves that the lager scene has moved on massively since they brought it out in 2008 you know yeah. back then they had to put it in a green bottle and try and compete with the european lagers just to get people to show an interest in it that yeah. works right it, it brought people across and now they're comfortable enough in their craft status and comfortable enough that people are aware enough of what craft beer is and yeah. you know savvy enough to carry on buying it so they've rebranded it they've put it in a brown bottle they've made it unfiltered and I'm really interested to try the new recipe. I'd like to see what it's how, what it's doing. One of the things I want to talk about a bit later, but we might as well just bring it in now, is the, um, the fact that next year is what I believe going to be the year of the craft lager. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot more breweries. It's already starting now, releasing and re-releasing lagers because it's the next bastion of getting more people into craft beer. Um, you know, Stonewood's done it with the, the Green Coast uh, Holgate this week are releasing the Norton Street Lager. Um, and I think we're going to see a plethora of other breweries um, who are, we hold in very high regard, not only with between what breweries that we talk about here in the podcast, but I think in general that are holding high regard in Australia. So you're thinking more sort of traditional style lagers again? or No, I, I mean, think what, it's going to be a bit of a, a mix of blurs, like hop forward style yeah, lagers say, and, we've, and we've everything. Seen, we've seen a few examples of the India Pale Lagers. Yes. And I really like the Brew Colt IPL. Um, what was that one called? Not captain, not captain. It wasn't Spoiler alert! Was it? No, it wasn't no. that one either. That was a pale um, lager. Big eat, rage. Oh, yeah, big eat, rage kick was that, awesome. That yeah. was a terrific beer, and I, yeah. that was probably if I had to, uh, you know, if someone asked me what my favorite lager has been up to now, then I probably would say the big eat, yeah, cool. rage grit was mine. But then that's very hot forward, you know. It's it's a well, big. Moondog Moondog did it quite early on with um, yeah the love tap yeah love tap yeah, yeah the the imperial version and then uh, yeah. not dumbing it down but toning it down toning to like down, four point yeah. eight I think it was. Yeah, um, But yeah, I think this is definitely a thing we're going to see a lot more traction of and I think this next year is going to be the year of like craft lagers and it's pretty interesting because it's probably going to be the first time that we're not following a trend of someone else. Yeah,
1: yeah, you, you know. Right. It's
0: going to be definitely the, it's going to be the Australian thing. No one else is like, you know. Germans do quite well with lager. Craft lager? Like, yeah, yeah. more traditional lagers. Craft with the K, but maybe not with a C yeah. but yeah. <laughs> the thing about lagers is like it's it's one of those kind of broad range of styles that Yeah. It's hard to do. I I, like, to I, I do, quite to do like, like it like a really good lager. I quite find it interesting and funny because it's like if it's the lagers is what really cements craft beer into the Australian beer scene, like it's gonna fuck off a lot of <laughs> hectic beer nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. But yeah. Well I'm I'm a big advocate of lots of flavour in beer and as long as that's happening, I don't care whether it's yeah an ale or a lager. I think that's the reason why, like like Adrian said, I probably don't drink lagers um, because there is not a lagers that really fit the stars that or yeah. the flavors that I like to drink. That's just saying it can't happen. And, and you know, you've mentioned a few that have, so um, yeah. I mean, I am not saying they're not good at all. No. I am just saying it's just not to my f- my f- taste. Well, just because there is so many shit ones, yeah. Like, oh, not there is not like you know I, I stone wood lager. I don't like it, but it's a really well-made lager. I agree. But I just it's just not what I'm after. But yeah. a lot of people are after that, which is fine, you know? As long as they're making it well, as long as... But it's, if you're going, going to the not, cricket or the you know, AFL and can crack, crash, can like, you know, smash something like a Stonerwood lager instead of a Cotton Carlton or like... Oh, yeah. I would love that. Get in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, like, last few times I've gone to the sport, I've just been having cider, which is, you know, because I'm just sick of... Having mainstream mid beer, that's going to be warm and skunked in like two yeah. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I just you know, hit up the cider, which is fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, the next thing that Stonewood's done, just because, like you said, they come in when it rains, it pours, sort of the deal. Is um, yeah. the release of their forefathers? Is it the forefathers range? That's right. Yeah, forefathers. Yeah, yep. forefathers. Yeah. Just in time for Father's Day, funnily enough. Yeah. How's that? That's right. Um, and they've got in the guy from uh, Matilda Bay and... Uh, you could or, you could say that, or you could say the guy from... Um, he's done a lot of... Much, he's probably been much more successful making wine than he has making beer. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, so the founder of Matilda Bay, or you could definitely say one of the founders of craft beer, or the founder of craft beer in Australia, I guess yeah. you could say, before... Um, before Malt Shovel and, and Chuck Hahn. Yep. Be about, probably about the same time. I, I mean, I think Matilda Bass started like 83. Wow, it's really? Like the year I was born. Like, wow, I didn't realise that, that. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This, it was like a brew pub in like 83. Okay. So I, I think it's fair to say he's a forefather, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, did anyone know who he was before this beer was released? Uh, like, you knew the name, no, but did you know the story? Not really, no. Did you Brad? No. No. No, I'm, uh, well no. I knew that I knew there was a connection between M- Matilda Bay and um little creatures. Yeah. But I can't say I knew who the individual was. But I think it's a great idea for a, a concept. Apparently, this is a new annual series, and this is the first one. So there'll be another forefather next year. You've just got to question how many forefathers there are in Australian brewing. So how long they can maybe keep this going? But this guy is obviously a, you know a great one to start on if he you know if he goes oh, right 100%. the way back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and interestingly enough, they've actually made it a, a fairly classical style. So they've gone with a, an English brown ale and drawing on you know some of the old world hops. I think Bramling Cross and. Lovely, uh, and and stuff in there, and, and so a real classic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a real classic English brown ale style. So interesting idea, and it kind of ties in with Stone and Woods kind of feel. I would say, you know, where they where they kind of, you know, they they do these kind of classical styles and they do them well. Um, interested to try it. I yeah, I haven't seen it around. I don't think it'll, I don't think it will become a permanent thing, and you know, it's very much meant to be a you know a, a once a, a once a year thing. Um, yeah interesting to see where they go with it but I'm, I'm all for Stone and Wood doing a bit of experimenting you know they had their core range for so long and there was just a, you know two or three or four beers that you could get from them and uh, no, it's nice to see some new stuff coming out of their new larger premises yeah I'm all for that so the funny thing is like Phil Sexton um, you know godfather of the Australian craft beer industry also produces Innocent Bystander Moscato which is a sweet wine <laughs> you can get on tap so it's a bit <laughs> of a yin and yang going on there <laughs> Um yeah. Like his wine pedigree is pretty well not pedigree, but he's you know, made some big stuff. Devil's Lair I think was his as well, but yeah. Which are all like, you know, majorly owned, owned by Carlton United and all this stuff now. Yeah. And yeah. I think Lion Nathan owns um Innocent Bystander, which yeah, you can actually get kegs of Moscato to pour on top. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh>. Innovator, yeah <laughs> not to take away from his beer credibility no, it's good, one it's good bit, to, but to yeah. pay tribute, it's definitely good to pay tribute to the you know what came before, and you know who better than stone and wood to to showcase yeah. this stuff, yeah, they do have a really good era pedigree about them as well, don't they? Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, when you think of stone and wood well when I think of stone and wood, I think quality you know yeah, yeah, another beer is blow blow the top off of anything, but yeah. Um, so that's about all I've got to bullshit about. <laughs> um, Let's talk about this beer in front of us yeah. right now. Are you starting to perk up a little bit now, Adrian? Are you feeling that coffee? Not what really. It? I, haven't, I haven't had any yet. Oh. No. But I haven't had coffee today, but we're about to have a coffee beer called The Milk and Two Sugars by... Brooke the Alts. award-winning Milk and Two Sugars. Uh, yeah. Gabs. People's Choice. People's Gabs. Choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got a fuckload of coffee in it. Yep. It sure has. So if I remember off the top of my head or something like... 3,000 litre batch has 3,000 shots of espresso in it and some cold drip coffee as well just for good measure he must have facepalmed when that won and he realised he'd have to keep on making it <laughs> I think it wasn't so much him it was like the coffee house that he got the coffee yeah, from right. <laughs> so I think they were like literally all, like all day every day as they were making coffees every time they got a spare chance they'd just run another shot through the machine and <laughs> chuck it into a bucket or something like that so yeah what do you guys think of this? When I first had it at Gab's, I found it really sweet, like overly sweet. Yeah. I think I actually had a pint of it a bit of you yeah. <laughs> stupidly at your birthday party, um, and I really struggled to finish the pint. Yeah. I think I think it's quite obviously a beer brewed to be drunk in small small doses, as in yeah. it was designed to be drunk in a little 60ml plastic cup for Gab's. I think there's no harm in saying that a Hendo brewed this beer to win the people's yeah. choice. And Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And he did it, so congratulations to yeah. him. He's, you know, he's done it well. Um, but I always found it really sweet. Yeah, but having it now, I think, it, I think, now, I think compared sweet. to like yeah. maybe because we had the cuvee de rank previously, that I'm not finding it sweet at all. But it's yeah, I still find it really sweet. If I'm uh, honest, I find it pretty sweet. But I like my coffee black with no sugar. Yes, so this yeah. is like complete opposite of what I usually yeah. drink. I don't have sugar in, in my coffee. I don't mind it milky, but I don't I don't have any. So the sugar use of the it. lactose, I think, really I'm assuming sure it's what lactose that's given the, the the milk aspect to it. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Yeah, um, really does a really good job of masking the, the bitter character, the burnt characteristics of the coffee, or maybe yep. it's the extraction. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Used. So it definitely tastes like a milk with two sugars. Yes. It's, you know, and it's done a good job of being what it's meant to be. And I really, uh, not, I wouldn't say sensitive, but I really dislike coffee beers that have that too much of that bitter astringent aspect to it. Mm. Um, and like the first time I had founders breakfast out was a beer. Like and I was really disappointed the first time I had that beer. Cause I, you know, wow. when we, when I saw it was coming into Australia, it's being rated what 98 or 99 on rate beer. I was like, fuck, get into that one. The first one I had, I thought was absolutely shite. It was just bitter and over extracted coffee. And like, if that was a latte, I would have, I'm not one to send coffees back, but I probably would have gone back. So can I have another <laughs> one please? Yeah. But like, yeah. So I was really disappointed to see that in the beer. And I don't know if it was just that first batch, Because I've had it a few times since, but I can't remember it. Um, It still hasn't been a beer that's really blown me away as being a 99 or 100 beer. I love it. I think it's incredible. I love it. Breakfast out. Yeah, breakfast out's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting that with the label recently as well, I think. Yeah, right. So, so, yeah, I just found out, Lee was mentioning the fact that it's only in the state of Michigan, I believe, where founders are from. Um, Yeah that they've had to change the label so if you you know the classic label of the breakfast that yeah, which is yeah, yeah. the kid with a giant bowl of cereal on the front very yeah. 50s inspired artwork so they've had to remove the kid off the front of the label amazing so yeah. uh, because uh, you know the notion of you know advertising a child and eating breakfast with the alcohol um Interesting note. Did you notice on the new label? There's like you can see. There's like a post note or something on the yeah. fridge. Just got a number on it. Yeah, it's like if you going call on holidays. Num- yeah, if you call the number, it's like it's like hey, sorry, I've just gone on holidays. If you want me to come back, you know, leave a message and, it'll- and like it's like a petition. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like in the voice of the kid or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kid's voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, yeah, man, crazy. I mean, who would who would think that a you know a boy eating a bowl of cereal was, you know, uh it's just yeah, PC gone mad. Could yeah. be, uh but I mean, Construed you know, as a, a kid drinking I'm just alcohol. happy it's not happening in Sydney for once. Oh, look, no, no, we can't talk. Like, you know, fucking lockout laws and shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's, like, like, I would yeah. not, it's like if I opened the paper tomorrow morning and read that, you know, Milk and Two Sugars is banned because kids are having it for breakfast, I would not be one bit surprised. <laughs> not that they're having it for breakfast, but the fact that we're banning it because we're fucking so backwards at the moment. Yeah. but yeah. yeah. Crazy. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not really my style for this beer because I find it, do find it quite sweet normally. Mm. But it... It, says, it does exactly what it said out to do it says it on the label it does taste like a milk and two sugars I'm yeah, glad I'm having some coffee in it right now <laughs> it's, it's, I think Adrian's been chosen for some yeah. for a caffeine injection for quite a fair bit but yeah it was quite lethargic I think when he started but he's no yeah I went to Royal Albert I should have stopped by at like Reuben Hills or the Single O or something like that oh, yeah. but I didn't because so I was like oh yeah I gotta save money for this trip I can't afford coffee now you're going like, need the coffee now I'm like fuck I want some coffee <laughs> You'd rather not eat and have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so what else have you guys been up to? What have you have been drinking lately? Um, uh, Winston. Winston? Yeah, Winston's, Winston's yeah. tasting great again. I haven't had any of the... It new just keeps getting Winston, better and better, yeah? I think. Or like current Winston. Yeah, so good. I had... Um, did you have the jalapeno beer from... Yeah, I had, well? I had it the for beer. the first time the other the stun day. The stunt beer, yeah. yeah I, I think was it's really good. 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 The Hoppy Gonzales. That's it, yeah. Mm. I um, it was fantastic. Probably the best chilli beer I've... Well, the I've thing is, it's like, time, it's, it's like all chili flavor, no heat. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, unusual. And I don't like heat, so it was gr- perfect for me. Yeah. um, uh, Not a beer, but I had the New Hills Imperial oh, Hop yes. Cider on tap. I had this the other day, too. What did you think? I really I liked it. Really I liked really it, liked yeah. it, Was it really hoppy? Like, yeah, yeah, it had, a, like, a green aspect to it, but yeah. it wasn't bitter. Okay, like so, it wasn't bittering hops, but it was very much you got that dank sort of yeah um, chloroformy. The chlor- Obviously, yeah. The, yeah. the cider below was, it was really sweet, and it, and the yes. hops just kind of added that bitterness to count, it. Works really well to counteract yeah. it. And I've, I said, you know, in my in my comment on Untapped, I thought that you know this was this was a start of a, another movement. You thought we were going to see lots of yes. craft lagers next year. Yeah, I think we we're actually going to see more hopped out ciders. I think it's great. I mean, the only one I've seen previously was. Uh, z- Zephyr from New Zealand They do okay. the The hopped up Pippin Okay um, Same guys do the Slack McGirdle yeah, Which yeah. I just love saying Slack McGirdle But um, Yeah the hopped up Pippin um, I I, I'm pretty sure there was a hopped Hoppy Someone else did Willie one. Smith before Before this one Possibly, I think. But yeah. I haven't had the Imperial one. I wouldn't be surprised. I remember no, this that, is not Willie Smith. This is Hillside. Was though. Hills? I guess. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Willie Smith that yeah. might have done it. So, so I did, know they've been working on this one for yeah. quite a while. I wouldn't be surprised if Willie Smith had done one because they did the Barrel Age stuff and that was really yeah. good as well. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised. That last Barrel Age and the Port Barrel Age Willie Smith were but fucking fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hoppy cider. I, I, you know, it was great. I mean, it was eight percent the one. That well, that was it. It did not taste like eight no. percent. Like I rocked up to the pub and someone's like, "Here, have this." I didn't know if it was a beer or a cider or what. The first, it was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a cider. It could be some Hectic Sour. I don't know. But yeah, and it was like, yeah, 8%. Where was it was it? It was really good. Was interested to try it. Where, yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where, where, where'd you have it? Uh, the Forest the Lodge has okay. it They had it on... Um, they still had it on a couple of days ago. So if you can... Well, it, it I quick. think... Because the Fludge has a... They're like a. They have a bit more, a, a not a deal, but a partnership with Hillsider So yeah, I think cool. they're going to have. Yeah. They did say it was the only keg in New South Wales. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. So they had the launch of it on Friday. Yeah. Cool. Um. But the other thing I had at the Fludge on Friday, which really blew me away, was the Badlands. Is it Manuka? Oh, I was going to get that. Smoked porter, which has like, and vanilla beans as well. Um. Like coffee and vanilla beans. Yeah. That was amazing. And it's oh, like... wish I'd had that now. It's been a, been quite a while since I've had anything from Badlands. And to be honest, it wasn't always a brew that really blew me away. But yeah. this beer was amazing. Yeah. yeah, Really interesting. So that's the two beers that I had recently that I really enjoyed. But yeah. Sweet. So, fludge after this then. We can, yeah. <laughs> Did anyone have the clout, the 2015 clout? No, I actually didn't. No, I didn't get down there either. Yeah. Producer Lee had it. Thumbs up? Thumbs down? I... Yeah, I, th- I think I've. I, I think I've given up having clout on release because it's just yeah, you you need to give it some age. Yeah, it's one of those beers that you need to give some age. Um, uh, but other, it was it I was a nail it, tap takeover. It wasn't just clout, yeah, right? It was there, was yeah, there yeah. anything else on tap that was really good? Uh, did anyone go out of the three of us? I, I, Lee went. Lee, no one else Lee went. went. I didn't yeah. go out. No, I was. I wasn't. Was there anything too new, hot last week, or was it just like the like there was a flaming lamington and. No, I There's think there one was one other new one. We'll probably find out about in a second. I can't recall yeah. now, but um, yeah, um, the I think another beer that's worthy of mention and one that seems to be you know, sparking quite a lot of interest was the um, Admiral Admiral Akbar. Ah, yeah, it's out in bottles now. Uh, yeah, or well, I know it was yeah. on tap at the, t- the the tap house anyway, and pretty much everyone who sampled it at the tap house was was giving rave reviews on it. I've, yeah, I know. I've um, I think I talked about this on a, on a previous episode because uh, okay. I know the forest lodge did have a keg of it just right. before the voting over, or during the voting of of uh, right. the hottest one hundred. Okay, and it actually rated fairly well, yeah. considering the fact it was, it was probably the only keg in Sydney at the time. But um, I know a few it. people who. Brew few regulars from, from the Forest Lodge, not that I'm not a regular there, that um, put that and that voted that as their top beer of the year yep. because I was really blown away about it. Yep. So it's good to see it back. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, I haven't had the current batch, but the the, the last batch they had was fucking awesome. Yeah. Really good. It was tasting really good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was. It was just kind of real great mix of... Fruityness, but also molten, yeah, the molten, the bitter, just everything, and distinct. it wasn't like a blow your head off IPA, was it? It's was big, Once, but it wasn't. Well, no, it was what active. was the percentage? It was, it was quite strong, eight was, and a half percent. Yeah. Oh, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty strong, but just really well balanced yeah. as well. You know, real drinkable. So yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no I really liked I it. I thought it was worthy of mentioning that one. I thought that was cracking. Oh yeah, I had the B two bomber recently. The the latest one, the new one, that was sick. What's yeah. it, Mark five or Mark six now? 5, yeah. Yeah. yeah, tasting awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like. Some of the previous, I don't know, I can't remember which ones specifically, but some of the ones previously were better after a bit of age. But this yeah. one's like just awesome right now. I'm sure it'd be great with age as well. So we had the Mark Four last episode. We did, yeah. We yeah. had that with Jason. Yeah, right. yeah we goats. Yeah, that yeah. oh, um, tasted nice after a year. Yeah, that was yes, conditioning sitting really well. Yeah, the what do you call it? The minor ten man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Should we um take a break, get some food, and then come back with recommendations? Yeah, pork, sure. Pork break. Sessionable. Sorry, we got a bit peckish, so we had a bit of a, a lunch or a dinner break, I guess. A bit of a meat fest. Yeah. Thanks so, for that, pulled pork. Liam, that's right. Pulled some pork last night. Shout out to uh, Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce and Hot Zombie. That's the way it's at. Yep. Oh, and beaver jalapeno mustard. Yep. It's a classic trilogy right there. We should, yeah. we should get sponsorship <laughs> well, I got sponsored by Sweet Baby Ray <laughs> If I could get sponsored by Sweet Baby Ray to, Like maybe Pro Q Barbecues or Weber Yeah <laughs> um, yeah. I'd, if, if they sponsor us I will fucking cook that up every single time we do a podcast I'm still uh, basking in the afterglow Of Liam's Rub <laughs> I do have a tender touch Yeah <laughs> um, Oh wow So speaking of sexual what's What beer are we drinking? Um, we are having the Garage Project Coxwaine's Courage Double Barrel Edition Imperial Porter. Um Ooh, phew, it's a big porter, isn't it? It is. It's from huge. across the pond. This is the maltiest, like extract Vegemite slash yep. whatever might you do beer I've ever had. It's pure savoury uh, spread. In a bottle it's, Yeah It's very savoury in the nose But then like You get I'm that actually, kind I of I actually have a sip yet I'm yeah, just you being you get that oaky sweetness On the tongue It's really awesome flavour You do Do we know what the two barrels are? It is are? huge uh, n- Is it two no. of the same barrel Or two different barrels? Let me have a look um, Yeah I mean like It's so malty You can definitely smell There's barrel oh, yeah. Ageing there But not enough That you could pick up like Sherry or bourbon Or anything like that It's just Lots of wood, wood lots, of, and lots of malt, malt. Yep Yeah I think, actually, I I, I think um I a Time had this on a podcast and they were saying that it's actually just a regular barrel, but they call it double barrel for some reason. <laughs> well, I mean, if they Sounds had two better. barrels and blended the two barrels together, they could, that could be the yeah, double barrel. I don't know. And two bariks or something. Um, oh, it's actually, yeah. Yeah, bourbon barrels in six, for six months. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't be first-filled barrels. They've been used a fair bit, I think, beforehand. There's not a lot of bourbon yeah. coming through that. Well, maybe it's just a bit masqueraded but it's um got a lot of like um vanilla and yep it's quite sweet on the finish actually
1: yeah
0: i like how it. how strong is it 13.2 oh wow okay <laughs> i didn't call it Coxland for nothing yeah yeah that's huge and so this was released last year was that correct yeah so i'm not sure if they do it every year but i got it last year at Biavana. And did they bring, like, some some bottles into this of Cinecraft Beer Week last year? Was that correct? Oh, were they maybe. Or just pulling something maybe. out of my butt again? Who knows? Weren't they, didn't they have some PET bottles of this at, at the Tap House? Well, that was the year before. Right. The year when they had the hot poker and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But confusing- I don't know if that was this beer or this something. Oh, I think it was. I think Confusingly, they there, is a, there is another Cox Courage. Yes. I think it was, it was just the other like Cox Wayne's Cox- yeah, yeah, Courage, like yeah. a blended yes. version. Yes. Whereas so, I, this, yeah, I do remember having that at the yeah. tap house, and like it was, um yeah, the two dudes from uh, Garage Project. I remember Joe's like came sat came to my table and pulled this little bucket out of his pocket, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, grab some of this." But yeah, so I think this is like the unblended, just like just the just the barrel version, whereas cool. the other one is barrel and regular porter. Yes, cool. I like the shape of the bottle as well. It's a cool bottle. I haven't yeah. seen that it's like bottle a mini before. Champagne. Yeah. It, it it reminds me of the uh, the shady lady bottle <laughs> with minus the stockings. <laughs> minus the stockings. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was like the same bottles that the the Biro del Borgo uses for their smaller yeah, ones. Like their barley wines, but it's I not think it's quite. a little bit it's different. Not quite the same, is it? No. Yeah. It's kind of like a it's kind of like you know old school tonic or something like that. Or like olive, like really hectic like olive oil yeah. or something. Yeah. It it looks fancy. Yeah. It's Cool. Another winner from uh, from the project. Have they done Dan, anything? Damn those, yeah. those guys. Damn those guys are yeah. so good. Well they've they've got a takeover coming up at Sydney Craft Beer Week in October. Uh, um on the Thursday evening at uh, the local tap house. That'll be a good uh, a good night as always. When these yeah. guys are involved. There might be something else they're doing that I might be involved with students. Oh, mm. Around the same time as Sydney Craft Beer Week. Okay. You know what I'd like to try from them um they did a triple day that they had recently oh uh, i don't think it's made it out of new zealand but yeah that'd be cool to try yeah there might might be a bit of and A Q&A thing going on around the same time as Sydney craft mm. beer week okay might have it confirmed yet but uh, i'll definitely let everyone know yeah what's definitely going ahead. i'll be uh, up for that yeah um shall we move on to recommendations yeah yeah do does everyone have an event recommendation so we can do a sydney craft beer week recommendation Uh And you can't say a session of all, because we've said that already. I have an event, but it's not Sydney Craft Beer Week. Yeah, that'll work. Let's do some events. Cool. Should I I go first? Yeah, you start so I can think of something. Okay. My recommendation is going to be, um, going back to my roots again, there is a uh, Real Ale Invitational... That's up the road, actually. Occurring on the 26th of September in yeah. the afternoon at the Toxdeath Hotel in Glebe. Yeah, so yeah. very local to where we're recording tonight. Like, literally um, two minutes up the road from I'm here. I'm always keen to see venues, you know, new venues kind of getting onto the scene. Um, from yeah. what you tell me, Liam, you know, the, these guys have been dabbling a bit in, in craft beer for a, a while now. Yeah, they've, they've had a hand pump installed in the bar, so they've had stuff like Young Henry's yep. on hand pump for quite some time. Yep. So I think they're really pushing... Um uh, like a real as- real aspect um and I believe six strings has been yeah. a bit of a driving force in getting this over the right. ground as well yeah well the the brewery list for the event reads a little bit like a, a Christmas carol it's six strings, four pines, three ravens, two birds <laughs> some pikes <laughs> partridge yeah. some pikes and a note and a new England <laughs> <laughs> and Newstead and wayward as well, so yeah there's some there's some pedigree in that yeah um, um I, don't, I don't know if they originally had a different date or what, but I thought um, originally, that I wasn't going to be around for this because I'm actually flying out the next day to go to my holiday to Hong Kong. Right, which dangerously, it's actually the day before that. So, <laughs> well, it is only in the afternoon. It's it's midday till four pm. So, and it can... is stumbling distance from my house. Oh, there you so, go. So, um, yeah. I'm pretty keen because I thought I was going to have to miss that one out. But um, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to that for sure. That's going to yeah. be a killer. So yeah, so proper cask beer from car condition ale from. Some some great new South Wales breweries, yeah. So and from the few that. breweries I've spoken to that are involved, they're brewing a beer for this. It's not something like they are just degassing in the kegs. Like right. they're actually doing something pretty interesting. So um, that's even better. Yeah. So I, I'm actually really stoked for that because I think the last proper real ale sort of thing like this was at the tap house. Yep. And there was some hits and there were some misses. So I'd be pretty keen to see. Well, that was like two years ago at that that least. Was a while now. Ago, yeah. So I'd be pretty keen to see how that's come aboard nowadays. Yeah. So for those who don't know where the Toxeth is, it's up towards Glee Point, um on Glee Point Road. Yeah, it's probably about halfway down Glee Point Road, I reckon. Yeah. So it's just, it's just beyond the Pimont Bridge Road. Yeah, yeah, a bit further down. Get a bus, I'm pretty sure there's a bus stop right across the road from the pub. Yeah, four three one will go'll go right 433, there. Four three three or four three one will yep. get you there. So yeah, there we there we go. So twenty sixth of September, that's my recommendation. Sweet. Cool. Adrian? Uh I'm gonna do the uh shameless plug for Camera crafts. Yeah, what else you got? Recommend. What else you got on? So we have on the Friday nights. Yeah, uh, a funky beer event. Cool. So it's going to be funky beers, cheeses and charcuterie and all that shit. Nice. Um, so when you say funky beers, you're talking about saison's farmhouse, that yeah, sort of like thing, our, or? like just broad, broadly funky beers. Uh, hopefully some sours. Um, we haven't locked in everything, but yeah. we are going to have a doctor's orders. Um, exclusive For it year. Wow so, That's always a draw Yeah So Doc's brewing Something for the event Or are you guys Getting the first Batch of it I. I it's probably We're we'll get, getting the first batch We we won't yeah, cool. Have it exclusively Just yeah. us But yeah I think it'll launch On that event. Great That's so, yeah. a, And what day of the week Is that? That's a Friday And it's beer and food yeah. Right? Yeah beer and food yeah. yeah yeah. Cool Yeah. Awesome So that should be fun So um, I'm going to do a shameless plug purely because I've got so much with work going on with City Craft Beer Week that I actually ain't going to be able to do many events myself. So if you want to come see me during City Craft Beer Week, you're going to have to come to me. But in saying that, um, so we've got a giant hop-up bar at World Square down the bottom of Courtyard of World Square again. I went to it last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's going to be bigger this year. Excellent. Um, It's going to be more taps. Um, so, we got a whole bunch on. So, it's Time Out and Bottle Lightning Co.'s got their big hop up. Um, and it's actually the official meeting point for Sydney Craft Beer Week. That's cool. So, um, Dave's Brewery Tours is going to be doing his bus sh- shuttle bus around every night. Right. And it's going to pick up and drop off from there. So, it'll take you to places like Royal Albert and stuff like that. Um, so, we've got a shoot load of beers on tap. First half of the week's gonna be predominantly New South Wales focused, yep. and then from like Wednesday onwards, it's gonna be a WA feature hop up. Okay, so the bar's gonna be there all week this week. Oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's it's, so big, it's, it's way bigger. About, it's only two or three days. Last it's only three or four think. days last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's gonna be the whole week this year. It's gonna be trading for longer. Fantastic. It's gonna be bigger, so I think it's gonna fit about two, three hundred people inside, wow. yeah. and it's gonna be like a proper marquee. So it's gonna be sealed off Cause I think last year got a bit windy because it's a bit of a wind tunnel there. Oh, it is. Yeah, but yeah, so they've uh, fixed a few things up. It's gonna be food available. Um, yeah, there's going to be some hectic stuff on. So, yeah, I'm going to be there pretty much all week. Right. Um, the other thing, um, I'm doing a beer trivia night at the Wild Rover yep. on the Tuesday. Um, uh, Wild Rover. So, yeah, Wild Rover's a pretty favourite venue of mine. <laughs> I've never been. I was going to go the other week. Oh, we should go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they always got some interesting beers, actually. They do a quite well-put-together small range of beers. Um, they do these homemade sausage rolls they make there, which are fucking legit. They do, like, $1 oysters and stuff as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've done, like they used to have like I don't know if they still did it, they did it a couple of times where they had little spray bottles of LaFroy whiskey. So you spray um, LeFrog whiskey onto your oysters and then, uh, then down it. I yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't like oysters, but that sounds good. <laughs> well oysters, like especially like briny briny whiskeys and oysters like yeah. uh do go together yeah, I guess very makes well. Sense, yeah. I'll to get so I'll be there on the Tuesday and that's pretty much gonna be where I'm living all week. And saying that it's gonna be I think it's I think we're gonna be open till about midnight every night. So it's gonna be a good place to stop off. Yeah, so Excellent. middle of the city. So yeah, come down and visit. Cool Good stuff. Uh, you guys have any non beer recommendations ready or? Uh, no, not me. No, my okay. life is only beer. Yeah, should we skip it this time? Oh, I've got something. Yeah. So um, I've been like joined. I joined the PC master race not too long ago. Built nice. myself a massive gaming rig. Yeah. And I've got addicted to this hectic game called Rocket League. Oh, Rocket League, yeah. So it's basically like football or soccer to the uncouth, <laughs> but you play with cars. And you, like, drive cars and smash a giant ball around. It's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's good fun. So, it combines, like, racing and football. When you say you drive cars, we're talking full-size motor vehicles here. or What are we talking about? So, in the game, you drive a car. Oh, okay. Right. But, the like... <laughs> it's a game. Was, it's I a was, game, Brad. I was, I was imagining yeah. some sort of Top Vide- Gear <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Video game. Imagine Top Gear, but it was, like, the balls. It was one of those balls that you can fit one person inside. And, like, like yeah, yeah. But it's pretty hectic. And apparently like you can play it online and PC people can play PlayStation people oh, well, okay. on the same servers. Yeah, but cool. um So I think I've racked up about twenty hours on that. Yeah, wow. Quite recently. Nice. So um yeah. It's fucking cheap. It's like twenty bucks to to download as well. Good game. I've heard about it. I've I have not played it. It's pretty addictive, yeah. 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 No, I'm um I'm gonna recommend a podcast that I've started listening to because I I really needed more podcasts to listen to. Um, <laughs> How about you make some more? Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Too soon or not not soon enough. <laughs> Too tsunami. Um, it's this podcast called Mystery Show. Uh, it's it's hosted by an ex uh, American This American Life. Ah, cool. contributor. Yeah, Staley Kine, and she just solves like really mundane mysteries that like her friends just put up to her. It was like you know one of her friends wrote a book and then there was a picture of Britney Spears reading the book and she's <laughs> just like, oh, where'd she get the book? And like, you know, what did you think of it and stuff? So there's was like a dedicated hour trying to figure out like what... So yeah. it's like serial, but you can actually come to an ending? Or... Yeah, yeah. There is like definitely an ending to each episode. <laughs> but it's not even about the mystery itself. It's like she has these like people that she just calls up in like call centers and stuff that just try <laughs> to get information. And she has these like really deep, meaningful conversations with them so <laughs> it's awesome for that like it's just really kind of philosophical even though she's just solving these super kind of like every day nothing yeah. nothing mysteries oh i have to check it out. that sounds cool so yeah mystery show um it's about seven episodes old now and yeah really good what's it awesome. called again mystery show mystery show <laughs> yeah. one more time now mystery A show Say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right okay. Uh, do you have a recommendation or are you just going to skip this one no no I, I haven't yeah. thought of anything so no no fried chicken no nothing no, uh, well, you know, no. Adrian gave a pretty good rundown of fried chicken <laughs> yeah he's earlier. got that covered I, I think I, I, will, I will just mention David's Kitchen which is on Liverpool Street um, just the other side of World Square from uh, oh yeah. yeah from Pitt Street um, yeah there you go that's your very, recommendation very nice fried chicken in there Malaysian yeah, I haven't style. heard of that place yeah, yeah. Is it like a takeaway what, place? What is, or, a, no, it's, um, what is Malaysian style. It's an, eat, it's an eat-in place. Um, it's a Malaysian, is it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's Malaysian Indonesian stuff. Cool, but yeah, they had a fried chicken in there. It's pretty good. Yeah, okay. boneless, nice. I like mm. the boneless. So, what's those like are the the ones you get in the street? The Taiwanese style, it's like the, they smash it to the oh, size of your face. Taiwanese style, it's awesome. Uh, Hot star and stuff Hot like star, that. Hot yeah, star, yeah. yeah. And you get like halfway down, it's like, how can this much chicken not have any bone? And then there's like this giant bone in and your mouth. the bottom, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just snakes, I'm putting you that bone. <laughs> uh, and you're like, how did I eat the chicken yeah. the size of my face? But... <laughs> <laughs> so are we are going to do a, a link up from overseas? Are you going to try? I'm and... not sure. Can we make but, this happen? Yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. But uh, if, if we do, it, I doubt it'll come out before our live episode anyway. I don't know Lee might be able to Yeah maybe Work something. his magic <laughs> 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 you yeah, yeah. do some like Field recordings while you won't rule it out um, I yeah. want to look I want to hook up When you're at the De Molin Festival I want to yeah, do a yeah. drunken link up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, <here> you <laughs> <laughs> Can you just bring back Some De Molin <laughs> yeah. Well The Molin's actually Getting um, Getting a lot of Stuff in the country At the moment Yeah so. Is yeah. it the International Beer Collector That's bringing it all in or? Oh, I can't remember yeah, um, I know. Yeah, Oak Barrel did have some, but it's not just Oak Barrel because I know. Um, I was reading the latest Slow Beer's new- newsletter, and they've got a heap in it at the moment. Yeah, they so also had but, some but other st- a whole bunch as well. Yeah, yeah. but they also had uh, a whole bunch of other stuff that I know that international beer collector brings in. So I'm just wondering if it was him that yeah, I can't that's remember. It. I can't remember who brings it in. Uh, you missed that last episode, but Brad cracked an amazing. The and Beer. It what was a, what beer? Was, do you remember what it was called? It was called uh, Leaf and Lead. Leaf and Lead. That was fucking was next beautiful. level. What was it? It was like sour. a sour broon. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm.
1: It, was really
0: it was like good. a brown... Yeah, it's a brown sour. I guess you call yeah. it a brun. But uh, yeah, it was fucking amazing. I had the um, I had the Hamel and Ard recently. Yes. The Heaven and Earth. Yeah, I've had that before. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. It's I actually had that in, spooky, in Prague. super smoky, really huge, but yeah. just oh, really drinkable as well. Yeah, I think I was telling you guys once before that it's like, i through so that bar I was telling you to go to. In Prague, and the bottom level, they actually have a whole fridge of just imports. Yeah, sick. But they're so, like, the whole venue is so hectic Czech craft beer yep. that they look look down on you and getting anything from it. And, like, <laughs> this was, like, two years ago when, like, you know, you could not get any Des Moilins. They had, like, half a fridge of just these Des uh, beers. So, I've been drinking away all these, like, awesome Czech beers, but I was like, I'm fucking getting stuck into that. It was working out to be something like five, six dollars a bottle. Yep. So I was like, "Can I get some beers out of the fridge?" And they were so snobbish. They were like, "Oh, no, we don't even know what's in there. Just go help yourself." Like, they wouldn't. They refused to get it out of there because it was imports. <laughs> but I had this amazing fridge of imports. And like, yeah, like so, I had the heaven and hell, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. No. So there's a heaven and hell. There's a heaven and earth as well. So that's the one I had. It's what's like a smoked imperial uh, M- ah. porter. So heaven hell is like a barrel bourbon barrel. Heaven and hell is like yeah, just like straight porter or uh, yeah. uh, straight stout or bourbon barrel stout yeah. or something like that. And that's also and awesome this is as a well. Smoked one. Yeah, this is a smoked version. Beautiful, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think we actually got some recommendations out of the way. That's yeah, well, wow. pretty yeah. decent. I've done those for a while, actually. Yeah. Um. So I think well, should we wrap it up? I think that's it's it. It. Yeah. I was, it feels a bit weird. It's almost, what? It's like two weeks since we did a podcast. Yeah, it's um, like almost some sort of regularity saying that's probably going to be a month. or It is going to yeah. be more than a month. It'll, to the next it'll one, come but, out in December or something. And we didn't yeah, even <laughs> get prompted to do it once by Tom yeah <laughs> good stuff yeah um, pre it so yeah the next episode will be will be the live episode um yeah come along come along it's gonna be pretty good fun um for anyone that came last year you, you'd you know it was it was a good night um you know come along you might even end up on the podcast like brad yeah. <laughs> um but wow. yeah, yeah it was an awesome awesome time last time at pump house um yeah, we ended up at Frankie's afterwards, didn't we? Yeah, I took my mum my mum yeah. came to Frankie's and got fucking blasted. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um just pro tip the the bus stop, the bus from Camaray stops at Wynyard a yeah. couple of blocks away from Frankie's, so That's what I reckon. Know. Like if we come to Cameray, we're all going to we'll go we'll catch the bus back. Actually, bit of bus geekery here. By by then in October, it won't stop at Wynyard anymore. It will uh it it will stop a bit further along, right near Hunter Street, so it'll actually be even closer to Hunter. Oh, Frankie's Oh, wow, is. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so I changing. say we all do uh, Sessionable, and then everyone comes with us, we'll all get on the same bus, we'll hang around at Camaray, have a couple of beers, then we'll all get on the Rowdy's bus that everyone's going to hate, and we'll go straight to Frankie's and get fucked up. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Woo. So, yeah, tickets available online, sydneycraftbeerweek.com. Tickets do not include entry to Frankie's, but... If you can't get in, it's your own problem. <laughs> Ticket t- 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 includes good times, so good times, and bring your own sawdust. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the bus. <laughs> Adrian, have an excellent trip. Thank you. Enjoy yeah. yourself. You yeah. too, Liam. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll. I think we'll both try and make sure we bring some goodies back. Yep. Um, and I'll just stay here working, like I always do. Fucking work away like the man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Catch you soon.
1: Bye.